Well, I believe it was a radical self-expression. I just called a friend one day and said, let's burn a man on the beach. Let's burn a man on the beach. Let's burn a man on the beach. Steve, I'm looking you in the face right now. Yes. We are, uh, I don't even know what street we're at, but there's a lot of commotion going around us. Yes, we're at the 3 o'clock plaza. And uh, what are we looking at exactly? Uh, well, we were biking around. You came to uh, visit me at my campsite. We've been kind of just catching up. And uh, we were aiming to see some art tonight. And of course, what people probably hear in the background is... is, is well, it's funny because we are on our way to see art. Yes, yes. And on our way to see art, we just sort of we came... We both turned our heads. Right. And there <laughs> What's is... What's going on here? There is a guy doing a sculpture of, uh, of a young man with a mohawk, but he's doing the sculpture with a chainsaw. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like a self-portrait, but with a chainsaw on a, what looks to be a big piece of wood. It almost looks like stone. Yeah. But, uh, and there's, I think there's like a face on the other side, so this is like maybe the second person the artist has uh, done a portrait of, and now it's on, like, on the other side of the wood, and like... Plenty of people are also noticing this. People are like pulling up. Yeah. This Check is, this out. This is like the sort of thing you just kind of run into at Burning Man, and it's really pretty cool. That's exactly right. And, uh, and the skill level. Holy moly. Yeah, he's now working on the mohawk itself and entering in a detail of like, I guess, the way the hair is kind of... Kind of up, there goes a chip of wood. <laughs> they actually have like a mesh that's trying to protect people, but I think that chip of wood actually somehow hit the gap between the roof and the mesh. Well, let's be clear, right? I mean, Burning Man, uh, Burning Man, it used to be, it used to be quite potentially fatal, and yeah. they still sort of say, you know, keep Burning Man potentially fatal. Although at this stage, um, it's subject to enough state and local regulation that it's it's a lot safer than it once was. Yeah. But this guy is doing a sculpture with a chainsaw and just, you know, behave appropriately. Yeah, and uh, there's definitely people within like a foot of the mesh protection just checking it out in detail. We actually were up there earlier, but decided to move back to try and record this, and I think what we're going to try and do is a little bit of a Burning Man oh, reunion uh, art walk art while, exactly. we, while Steve and Evan check out whatever the hell looks awesome, because that's what you do in an immediacy environment. <laughs> Let's go find something awesome. Check something out. So, near, nearly, what, two, five minutes later from the chainsaw yeah. portrait. So, imagine a circle of fans that are positioned to create a vortex of air that looks like a tornado. And then, because this is Burning Man, it's not enough to have a vortex of air that looks like a tornado. Uh, you have to light it on fire, and uh, that's exactly what's happening here. It looks like... They're letting, there's like a line of people and you can go up to maybe a 20 foot long pipe. Um, so you're, you know, decently safely away, but the end of the pipe enters the center of the vortex of air. And they're shooting propane into the vortex and there's a flame igniting it. So we have this flaming tornado. Yeah, it's just like a column of flame. maybe like 
three feet wide and like 10 to 15 feet tall, depending on when the flame burns out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is pretty epic. Um, okay, so that that person just finished, so the, uh, the tornado's gone away, and I guess the next person's gonna get in line, and there we go. Whoa. And you can feel the heat. Yeah. Uh, okay. Flame tornado, and now, and we've, we've uh, the previous place was kind of along the streets, and now we've kind of entered the, is this been, yeah. Deep Playa? No, not no, no, yet, no, not Deep Playa. No. We're still before the man and before yes. the temple. So the way that it works is the city is shaped like an arc. In the center, we, we, it's like a, 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 it's an arc of a circle. In the center of the circle is the man. So the part of the city that is between the buildings and the man, that's the inner playa. Then the temple is at what 12 o'clock would be on the, the arc. Because um, the arc goes from three, 2 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Um, so at 12 o'clock is the temple. Uh, and so everything between the man and the temple is considered outer playa. And then everything beyond the temple out to the trash bins. The trash bins is just a fence they put up to keep any trash from the city from going away so they can go through and collect it. The trash bin fence is a pentagon surrounding the city, surrounding the circle that makes up the city. Yeah. Um, and so everything from the temple, which is 12 o'clock on the circle, out to the trash bins, that's deep fun. And uh, I don't know how big that square uh, uh, area is, but um, basically it looks like there's maybe an art piece every... 50 feet almost yeah. like if you just look around it's like you are on your bike for 30 seconds there's another art piece maybe yeah. even less than 30 seconds on your bike and, and so this is my fourth year here and uh, I was looking at a map of the art and it used to be like my first three years Deep Playa had only a few art pieces usually really big ones that, that people would put an amazing amount of work into this year according to the map there's going to be as many art pieces in Deep Playa as yeah. there are in Playa like unbelievable whoa because that was the uh, most dangerous one we've seen yet. But yeah. it's, uh, like, wow, it looks cool. Let's go find something else. Let's check it out. Yeah, because like, we have the attention span of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, where are we now? We're in the middle of a pyramid, a lit pyramid. So it's lit from the inside, and there are tiles that we can replace that have cutouts. So from the outside of this, you see illuminated whatever the cutouts are. Yeah, and there's like uh, different symbols or animals in the cutouts and then a bunch of different words so you can kind of mix and match kind of like, I don't know, ad Mad Libs or something with... Uh... This is genuinely interactive art. Like, like, the, like what this art creates depends upon what we put in the different little mini windows. So I am creating one that says Playa Cook for Larry. I wanted to say Playa Cook for your friends, but I can't find one that says friends. So I'm doing Playa Cook for Larry. Larry probably refers to Larry Harvey, the founder of Running Pen. 
And uh, I've just been looking through. I found uh, the word trust in a cutout, so I kind of like that. And I've been looking to, I don't know, figure out what to put next to trust. I'm now holding a cutout that's not a word, but it's the heart with a little uh, heartbeat rhythm after it. So I think I'm going to do something like that. Uh, trust the heart. Ooh, that was a music one, too. I like that one. Um, and the lights We're are changing. Do you want to do you want to wow, put these the on the inside so it's on the pyramid because there's also outside uh, some like oh, spotlight right. um, things and those are kind of the first things you see after you see that. Well, maybe not the first things, but um, yeah, this is cool. It's like a communal, ever-changing, uh, interactive art piece that is um, mostly wood, and then the light kind of provides oh, a nice silhouette. Up oh, now, we're looking up. We just oh, discovered wow. a okay. cool little. Just a cool color-changing abstract thing. Yeah, inside cool. um, on the roof. Changing and abstract. And somehow someone took one of the tiles as this black rock city and uh, put it up the very top. Toss it up there. I have no idea how they did that. Cool. Awesome. From the pyramid, Steve spotted some cool uh, light-up clouds. And I don't know if you can hear the... Squeaking, yeah. but as we as we biked closer, yeah, Evan said like, "Do you see what I see?" And the answer was, "No, I didn't." <laughs> um, they're swings. These are clouds that have wonderful swings, so you can swing underneath them. And I I submit this as evidence that uh, my my preferred metaphor for Burning Man that it's just one big playground, and uh, it's a return to when uh, you know perhaps you were a kid and. You left the playground, and then that was the last time you were at a playground, and here we are in the middle of a desert and under some really interesting light-up clouds. Like, they're 3D-shaped. They kind of stitch together. It looks like a fabric around maybe a metal structure. They almost look like the iCloud cloud. Yeah, they're very very kind of refined, uh, nice curves. And then under each of maybe one, two, three, four, five. There's there's a free swing. Oh, we're going to go to the swing. Uh, we should go to the swing. Uh, All right, so I forget the last one we were at, but we saw this kind of screen from a distance that looked like it had kind of dancing figures on it. So we biked close to that, and there's actually two screens kind of next to each other. One screen is like one, two, three, four by five. five uh, pretty big it's like TV screens size. yeah billboard Total. size and this other one's kind of like a square maybe the size of uh yeah 10 by 10 10 by 10 and so you go up and you press a button to put it in record mode and then you dance in front of the small screen yeah and it then then uh, you get off the dance you get off a little dance floor and a couple seconds later the large screen starts displaying a silhouette of you dancing in lots of different modes like in different colors and in time delayed repeated over itself yeah so kind of like the uh, pyramid we were at there's a uh, interactivity, uh, not yeah. just of you with it, but then also now that's displayed for other people to see and be kind of drawn to. Yeah, this, this is really cool. You could you could put like, you could do like messages with your body and stuff on this. Oh, that's a good okay. one. We could spell something out. I'm gonna you try that. Y M C A. All right, we're gonna give it a shot. the field recorder uh, strapped to my headset here and we're biking towards to finish our little art art tour this evening yeah of, of the 400 plus art pieces yeah. we've seen four of them 
Um, and we're biking towards the sea where you were mentioning. Uh, we we're looking at a little bit of a perimeter here. It's kind of like yeah. it's nice little flashing lights. It's like, well, it's, it's, it's like sparkly. It's almost like a Disney animation of like when the fairy godmothers use their, their magic wand. It just kind of sparkles and glitters. Yeah, nice little, and then we're about to bike over it. So now we've kind so of entered the, you were saying the burn perimeter. I think it's the burn perimeter. We've entered some sort of circle that goes completely around the man. And uh, we're driving up to the man, riding up to the man himself. And there's a um, kind of like a spiral egg type structure. This this year's theme is metamorphoses. Oh, oh you know, I wonder if that's a cocoon. Yep. And uh, that's kind of on top of a wooden uh, trust like, yeah, structure. Yeah, it's like the bottom of the Eiffel Tower kind of truss. And uh, the... And underneath in the daytime uh, were performances like silk and acrobatic arts. And kind of around it, there's some bike racks and then also some like lounge areas. And looks like there's something in the middle right now that people are kind of looking at or interacting yeah. with. And this is, how, how tall would you say this is, do you think? Uh, well, look how tall the people are. Um, yeah, that's a good, one, that's a good scale, two, yep. Three, four, five, six, seven, maybe, I don't know, maybe about 35 or 40 feet. Yep. Like yeah, it's, and then the man is lit up with uh, its own lights. Yeah, it almost looks anatomical. Like it looks like a skeleton almost. Yeah, yeah, it's got ribs and. Uh, oh wait, what is that thing in the middle? Look, there's like a big display. Of yeah, let's let's go a little bit closer. Okay, we'll we'll check in a second. We're gonna lock our bikes up. Here we so we locked our bikes. Always lock your bikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now we've, we're underneath the man, underneath the kind I of really cocoon don't know, chrysalis thing. Yeah, I don't know how to describe this. It's a very, very intricate, very large sculpture that has many parts to it. Looks but like it's all, mostly wood, carved wood, and uh, yeah. But there, there are these urns and yep. these and these clear displays, and they seem to be like this is a caterpillar. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yep, so yep. The theme of Burning Man in this year is metamorphosis. Yep. And this is a caterpillar, and here it like like turns into etchings of butterflies. Um, yep. So just for the listeners, it's not a picture of a caterpillar. It's like a sculpture of a caterpillar. It's like what, which is like three feet, two two and a half feet. Yeah, painted to look like a. Uh, I don't know, maybe yeah. like the caterpillar turns into a mammoth or something. Monarch, monarch, not a mammoth. Yeah, it looks like a natural history museum-esque type uh, display. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of larvae. Weird. Rat poison with dead bugs. Yeah, this other this other display case has like beetles, bugs, ants. Another display with uh, maybe some caterpillars and larvae. Yeah, maybe you can hear kind of the ambient music. It's giving kind of like a calm vibe. And this is, and again, the man is basically directly center of the circle of 
yeah, the well, entire it, event. Right. I mean, the way that they build the city or is the city. they drive a golden stake into the ground, and the stake becomes the center of where the man is, so the golden stake would have been a couple feet in that direction. And they lay out the entire city by using the stake as a reference point. So it is literally the center of the city, um, and they survey the whole city using that stake. And it's really cool because they have a ceremony in which they pound in the golden stake. And you can read about it on the website and see pictures from each year's pounding of the stake. This actually feels quite quite tranquil to me, which usually I associate more with the temple. Uh, but I don't think the temple would be playing music necessarily. But the, the vibe that I think is being cultivated right now from my perspective or point of view is kind of like a ethereal um, and then just kind of with like the display cases yeah. like an ethereal uh, it's very peaceful reflective reflection on on I guess the transformation which is yeah. which is where the metamorphosis theme comes from because so many yes. people talk about how Burning Man is transformative and well you know I'll even I'll even take it one step further because my brain is sitting here obsessing about the, the golden spike yes I've seen pictures of that I didn't know anything about that oh, yeah. so that's cool yeah and when you see pictures of them driving it in there's like 10 people standing in a circle and a spike and it's wilderness in every direction for as far as the eye can see and I'm looking around trying to imagine okay so for those of you who have never been to Burning Man um where we are standing, which is the center of the city, in 360 degrees, every possible direction you yes. can look, there is art and light and, and art cars and people on lit bicycles. Like yeah. It is like being in the center of a bustling city made of fabulous light art. Yeah. And at every, at every level of distance, like there's yeah. people two feet from us, ten feet from us, and then a at the horizon line, line yeah. is just a ring of... Right. flashing lights and you can hear sounds and like bass and, from and like you, speakers and you and can't even tell where the city is yeah. because there's so much art in the playa and there's a city that it just again it's 360 degrees yeah. and I'm looking at this going okay I saw a picture of this exact same physical spot that was only taken six weeks ago and this was a completely empty desert with nothing but one golden spike in it so I'm thinking of metamorphosis not only of metamorphosis of us and and, you know, we were talking earlier, I'm going through a career change this year. I'm like, ooh, that's an interesting metamorphosis. Yep. Um, but metamorphosis of the land that we're standing on, yep. that it suddenly, it, be, it goes from being this empty desert to being this unbelievable experience yeah. in six weeks. And, and I was reflecting with uh, my friend that I drove up with this year about how this desert that we're in, as I, if I remember correctly, used to be a lake bed. Oh, and it still is in the winter. Like, this, it actually will be underwater. This whole place is underwater. I didn't yes. know that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And so, you know, per perhaps it's cliche, but just this idea that, you know, everything's kind of under constant change and constant transformation. And uh, to your well, point, Steve, we're like, yeah, this... this and this, this is created temporarily, and then it's destroyed, and then right. it comes back as and something different. And by the way, it's leave no trace. So when it goes away, we're back to, we're back to lake bed. Um, and it also is an interesting reminder that if you experience something in one phase, right, like we're only out here yep. when it's the desert. Yep. We're not out here when it's the lake bed. But there are people who are. In fact, uh, one of the people who camped next to me last year, um, they started coming to Burning Man and then fell in love with this location and during the off season when I by off season I mean when Burning Man is here yeah, uh -huh. they actually run preservation efforts for the playa and they give the public tour of it so to you and me the playa is a place we go for one week and it's full of Burning Man yeah to this person the playa is a place they're there for several months out of the year and in fact most of the time it's this nature preserve 
Wow. So, you know, so metamorphosis is happening, and we only, and, we, and you and I don't see it because we're only here during the one phase every year. Yeah. But I, I did something new this year. It was bizarre. Okay, so I got here Thursday morning, and they weren't giving out the what, where, when guides yet. So I didn't get a what, where, when guide. Okay. Which um, is the guide that lists some of the events that are happening with inaccurate descriptions, and many of the theme camps that are here also with inaccurate descriptions. Yeah. So it's kind of they, a, they submit it, you know, a while back, oh, and yeah. then they have to get it printed, but things change. <laughs> right, right. So it's it's kind of the, this is one potential reality you might experience. Yeah, exactly. Guide. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted one. Yep. And I went to the little greeters camp, and they said, oh, no, if you want one, you have to actually ride it back out to the greeter station where you came in. That's where it all stored. Yep. Right. And I'm kind of like, oh, man, like, I actually have to ride out of the city all the way back to Gate Road. And they're like, it's not actually that far. Uh-huh. Like, it seems that far when you're coming in at 2 a.m., but it's not actually that far. So I was, so I rode away from the greeter station thinking, I'm never going to do that. And then I was like... You know what? I'm going to do that. And, and so I rode out, like I rode past A, B, C, D, E, F, G, the streets are lettered, and H, I, J, K Street. Yeah. And then there was nothing after K Street. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I've reached the edge of the city. Uh-huh. And it was weird. Cause it was like the fourth wall in theater or something. Like, like yeah. there's not supposed to be an edge except when it's time to the leave. The edge of reality. So I kept riding out and I rode out to the greeter station and I was staring at Gate Road. And weirdly, I guess somehow they managed to get everyone in. So no one was on Gate Road. There was just this row of greeter stations that were all closed except two of them. Uh-huh. And I go up to the greeter station. I'm like, can I get a greeter? You know, can I get the what we're wearing? And they gave me one. But it was the bizarrest and weirdest thing. Like being in this place that to me is still part of normal daily life. Uh And then just riding out of the city and boom, I'm in this place that's like the transition point to normal life. And then riding back into the city and I'm boop, now now I'm back in the city. Yeah. So I recommend doing that just for the weird, surreal experience of suddenly no longer being in the middle of the magic place, but being outside the place. Yeah. Looking in and it just looks like a ring of trailers. Yeah. From from your bike as well, instead of like from like your car on the way in, which is, you know, if any of you have ever biked in a city versus driven in a city, it's a different experience because you're just open and exposed. And and, uh, this year, for those of you that remember from an earlier episode, we interviewed Random from Census Camp. Uh, And this year, uh, thanks to Stever, I got a ticket so I was able to go, and then I had to put together how to get where I was going to stay. Ended up staying with Census Camp, so I volunteered with Census Camp. And today, I... uh, we went out and we took a uh, wagon to to exactly that spot, a little bit past the yes. gate, and it, w- it was bizarre to be out there, like walking without a car, and um, and it, I had a blast, just kind of you know greeting so, people in a sense, but but doing some right. random sand. And by the way, if I can say something about us meeting up tonight, yeah, right. So if you plan to meet, if you want to meet someone in Black Rock City, it's almost impossible, yeah, um, because. You know, fuck your phone. I mean, really, seriously, like, fuck your phone. Do not carry it with you. There is nothing more pathetic than seeing a burner staring at their freaking cell phone in the middle of the playa. I will say there are some useful apps that allow you to kind of take the what, where, when guide also with various inaccuracies and have it on you. But, yeah, don't, like, walk around like a zombie like you would uh, walk into traffic. And in particular, if you want to coordinate with people, you say, like, meet at this place at this time. And if the person is reliable, then you'll see them. And if they aren't, or if they get distracted. Give them them a, like, you know, buffer of, I'll wait for you up to 20 minutes or something like that. Right. So, um, uh, so... 
I so Evan and I did not make that arrangement. Nope. We were just like we know right. we're both going to be there. We and know I knew what, which what camp, camp you were at. at. Yep. And I just and I rode back on my way from my dinner tonight. I rode by your camp, so I just popped in and I said, "Hey, is Evan here?" And they're like, "No, he's out on shift doing census stuff." Yep. And I was like, "When will he be back?" And they said, "20 minutes." And I'm like, "I'm not going to wait 20 minutes because on the playa, 20 minutes Thanks, might Peter. actually." <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. it might mean like three hours because yeah. there's no guarantee you're going to come back from your straight back from your shift. You might go do something like who knows. Yeah, any number of things happen. So I zipped off to do a bunch of other stuff, and I actually was away for a lot more than 20 minutes. Okay. And then as I was riding back, I figured, you know, since I'm riding back by it anyway, let me pop in and see if you're there yet. And as I popped in, I heard your voice come in. You were all returning from shift. Yep, I had just gotten like, down from the uh, the two-story wagon of, of volunteers and uh, yeah, came and I, in. You have a really distinctive voice. And I heard, <laughs> like, okay, there's an Evan voice. So I waited until I was sure that it was you, and then I kind of walked up and you saw me, and it was like, yay, Evan is the Evan and Seaver show. And, uh, yeah, because again, we've just basically been doing this transcontinental via microphones, right. and uh, yeah, this is only the third time we've ever been physically together in person. Yes, yes, and um, and that's part of the magic of the playa. So, Steve, this has been a fun art walk, and great to it see has. you again. We only have 397 pieces of artwork to go. Yes, we're we're so. doing the uh, check them all off the list. No, is <laughs> right wherever wherever your interest and intrigue brings you is is where is, is how I like to do my burn. So, yeah, but. Uh, uh, yeah, this has been just my first, my I guess first full night, a Monday night, and still my, a lot of the, my, like, a lot of the burn night. night. Except that it only officially started today. So the amazing thing is, we're sitting here talking about how there's a 360 degree view of a city. Only about 70 percent of the art is up yet. Like, like that. This is insane. Monday yeah. night. Yeah. Typically, everything isn't even up until Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and I think every year it has gotten substantially more crowded. Like in terms of the artwork, so like density wise, yeah. yeah. So like Monday night this week looks the way like Wednesday night looked last year, which means that Wednesday night this year is going to be possibly enough overload that I'll need to take some sort of like sedative in order to come out onto the playa <laughs> and get a good night's sleep. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see everyone uh, next time next you tune week. in to yeah. this is Burning Man, according to us. <laughs>